0: Welcome to Rack Bag. My name's Frank Burton. Welcome to the new normal, that is, the new and improved podcast. I've met another one of my all time heroes, and I'm pleased to say it went well. So, in the second half of this episode, I'll be talking to Mandarin from the band Biss, who I've been a big fan of for over 20 years now and I was very pleased to have recently heard the news that they've reformed and are making brilliant music once again. Here's one of the things Manda is going to say to me later on.
1: The Glasgow music scene has always been quite prominent and quite successful um, with a lot of larger bands like whether it's the Jesus and Mary chain or Altered Images. There's been big, big bands like that coming from Glasgow but the amount of venues and the amount of bands that come from here is amazing. Like Considering Edinburgh is the capital of Scotland, it's nowhere near as powerful as Glasgow is for the music it produces.
0: So, that's later. Let's do some shout-outs first. Shout-out to Pixel who says, please say a big hello to my children, Pixie, Dixie, Doxy and Proxy. Are those your... Um... Are those your actual children's names? Listen, Pixel, I realise you yourself were somewhat eccentrically monikered, so maybe it's a family tradition. I'm not going to tell you how to live your life, but you know what? I think I am. I am going to tell you how to live your life. The first three names are just about acceptable. Pixie sounds a bit too similar to Pixel. So there may be some confusion there, but that's up to you to sort out your own identification system between the two of you. It's really not my business. But proxy? What were you thinking, Pixel? Proxy for what? Do you want your child growing up with some kind of inferiority complex? You might as well call them inferiority complex. Have that as your child's name. Pixie, Dixie, Doxie, and Inferiority Complex. Hope that helps in some way. Shout out to Andy. Andy says, I've just been driving through the countryside. There's a lot of barley fields around, aren't there? Where does it all go, I wonder? Who's eating all this barley? I've eaten barley maybe twice in my life. I know it's used as an ingredient in stuff. But come on, that much of it? All this barley? Then Andy's email goes a bit weird. He starts looping back around. It's like he's remixed himself. Why all the barley? Where does it come from? Why all the barley? Who uses it? Why all the barley? Where does it come from? What's your point, Andy? I'm sure there's a perfectly reasonable and non-sinister explanation for your concern. And if there isn't, then please don't bother me with it further. Write to your MP. See what can be done about it. Same goes for everyone else. Same goes for you. If you have a barley problem in your area. Barley. Taking over the neighbourhood. And don't even get me started on cabbages. Sorry, that's just me going off on one there. I can tell Andy is a regular listener. First of all, because he's insane. No offence meant to people with real mental health issues. If anything, it's people like Andy who give you guys a bad name. But I can tell Andy is a regular listener because he ended the email with the words That lady is now my wife. If you were listening last week, you'll know that's how we end things now, right? That's how we do it. Eustace in Bulgaria says I enjoyed listening to your roasting specials. Thanks, Eustace. That's really made my day. But, she continues... I knew it was too good to be true. Luring me into your trap, Eustace. But, she continues, I've always found it to be a little bit creepy when people, men usually... <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. Men usually. Especially, she adds, when they're talking about their cars. Oh, oh I see what you mean. Oh, I couldn't agree more. Because cars... Or always female aren't they and they're all like these men they're like she's a good little runner this one look at her isn't she beautiful isn't she sexy oh it's just horrible thanks for pointing that out Eustace that's made my day after all you've made my day and grossed me out at the same time you forgot to say that lady is now my wife at the end Otherwise perfect. The perfect shout-out request. Keep them coming, listeners.
2: Hello! (laughs) This is Dr. Boris Orlach, the host of the Happy Horror Coffee Break old-time horror radio show podcast. What is a podcast? (laughs) I don't know. But I do know. Every other week, I, along with my happy r- robot assistant, he's... bite me. Not a butler, Garth. Garth, Uncle. Why? And the heavily depressed, demon possessed, Teddy Bear, crappy, I did some bad stuff in my life, take on a slew of comedian, author, musician, and whatever else guests and ask them the questions that nobody cares about. Then they help us to turn online scary stories into old timey horror radio dramas come and join the fun there's music and t-shirts find us on itunes spotify i Heart radio slapstick hard knockers and whatever else made up name they give the podcast platforms nowadays so settle down tune in and enjoy your happy horror coffee break
0: Now it's time for my interview with Mandarin from Bis. That's a stage name, by the way, you might have guessed that. Bonus points for those of you who already know the names of the other two principal band members, Sci-Fi Stephen and John Disco. Even though Manda and myself hadn't spoken before, this felt like not so much an interview as a meet-up with an old friend, which in a way it was. Bis were one of my favorite bands when I was a teenager in the 90s. I don't want to make this all about me, but I've just finished writing the second Ragbag novel, which will be out next year. There's a scene in the book where I'm talking to a friend about another band from the same era, and I describe them as being great pop. And my friend says, pop music?" And I say, yeah, this is what pop music is supposed to sound like. I'm bringing this up because that's the way I've always felt about Biss. They make great pop records, which also happen to be works of art in their own right. Lyrically, they're always very interesting and often challenging as well. My favourite song of theirs back in the day was This Is Fake DIY, which became a kind of anthem within the DIY community. I'd kind of heard about indie labels that weren't really independent and stuff like that, but I'd never heard a band taking that kind of direct shot at the music industry in a song like that especially not a successful one like them. I played their debut album, The New Transistor Heroes, many times. It was full of great pop songs about subjects you wouldn't expect to hear in a pop song. In our conversation, we briefly mentioned Monstar, a song about body image and fat shaming, with its refrain of funny how your life depends upon your waistline. As Manda herself says, unfortunately these issues haven't gone away, far from it. Nonetheless, perhaps it's worth acknowledging that now, 20 years on, it's not all that unusual to hear a pop song with a similar sentiment. And now, Biss are back. They're still brilliant. We're going to hear from Manda shortly, but first let's hear the opening track from the new album. The album is called Slight Disconnects, and this is the sound of a heartbreak. We'll be right How's your lockdown experience been over the last few months?
1: It's been, it just feels like this has gone on for ages. <laughs> like the beginning of it was kind of bearable because we're all kind of adapting and learning what you have to do and how to do it. And now it's just like, it's really boring. <laughs> and I've got my husband's working from home. I've got my son off school. My daughter's only two. So it's a bit chaotic. I kind of like the house empty during the day, just me and my daughter when I I work from home. So I'm kind of used to the being at home thing, but having a house of four, nah, (laughs) I'm not too keen. (laughs) I really feel for them because my son's only six and he's got quite a lot of pals in his class and he now won't see them till he starts the next year, August, so for the primary three now. And it's a bit, it's a shame because usually they end the school on sports day. You say bye bye to your teacher, bye to your friends, and then you go on your summer holiday, and that's just not happening. So it's a bit of a shame for them.
0: now I'm a little bit behind the time so I've only just realized that this are still around but actually you you kind of you weren't around but you reformed that's right isn't it
1: yeah it's trying to um let people know that we are still doing stuff and I don't ble- blame people for not knowing it's a bit of us trying to let people know ourselves get the music out there try and get some press get people talking about it but it's quite easy to get ignored sometimes online no matter what you do and without without the kind of usual thing that we're used to just record shops and record labels doing your marketing it's just a bit more difficult so we're just going to plod on and just keep doing what we do and hope that word gets around.
0: Yeah so you're obviously kind of putting your own stuff out now rather than being on a label
1: well the the we do have a label actually but it's a, a very small glasgow label and they're a non-profit making very kind of ethical very big with our charities they're a fantastic label to be with it's nothing like we're kind of used to because we were on labels when you got signed for money and you had a press agent and you had promo photos and all that but this label's very different and we're just trying to go along with it and they've got their own people working for them too and um, well, well they're working but they're not doing it for a living so we're still getting photos we're getting videos and we're getting the records out and they're doing it all just for for, for free so it's actually been really good so that album Slight like Disconnects came out last year in February and it went down so well that they just said straight away do you want to do another one and we were like yeah (laughs) and I think we kind of need a big boss like that kicking our bums and giving us deadlines and spurring us on to do stuff and it also helps that their their workers are trying to get us press and get us on the internet and magazines so we'll just keep going we've got a lot of a lot of ideas that we want to expand upon and I think once we're all settled with our our family lives better that we'll just get really stuck into this.
0: Yeah yeah cool and uh, yeah obviously we have to get over this whole lockdown thing as well.
1: Well that's going to be the the difficult part Um the three of us work quite good remotely um with just sharing ideas and working on stuff and communicating quite well. Uh, John he lives up in Inverness so he's he's further away but Stephen and I are you know within walking distance of each other which helps and he's got a new studio all set up and it sounds absolutely amazing I've seen photos but I've not even been in it yet and that's the weird thing so I look forward to that and hopefully we can work something out with the two meter rule or whatever and get something done because Stephen's always bursting with ideas but he's also got three children so he's got Quite a tough time with that and yeah I've got a lot of ideas of my own that I'm just trying to to put together and as much as everyone's talking about how much they're going to have free time and they're buying jigsaws and stuff I don't have any time at all I don't know about you but I feel like I've got a lot less time than I ever used to have so I just want to dedicate more time to doing more music and just make it happen.
0: I think for a lot of people um lockdown has meant that they're busier than they used to be because people are working from home and they're looking after the kids at the same time so
1: yeah yeah definitely
0: uh, yeah it's (laughs) it's a bit of a myth that that's (laughs) here's a bunch of free time
1: (laughs) I know and especially when like they're talking about workers going back but they can't until the schools go back and everything's sorted and everyone's situation is going to be so so awkward and I'm kind of lucky because I do my business from home anyway I'm used to it but I can't do it all on my own and whatever ends up happening with my husband's work I I don't know but I really want to get into the band stuff better I don't want to let it go because we were getting on really good with the new stuff and I get excited and lyrics are just popping out my head and I just I just want to make it happen
0: oh cool Cool. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm sure that you will do it just depends on um, how, how quickly that can happen, I guess.
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: And, um, yeah. So you, you mentioned ha- having a good response to uh, slight disconnect. So what kind of, um, I mean, what, what kind of people are listening to it? Is it people who, uh, like myself, who are fans of yours in the 90s? Or is it kind of younger people or a combination of those?
1: Well, I would like to think it's a combination, but I suppose it must primarily be people from our past that had heard of us and liked us and when we've done gigs which we have been doing um every year it's been really good the response we get and the, the love is still there the, the fans are so positive about the new stuff and especially because they, they describe it as it's still the best you expect but it's new So it's not like we've gone in some weird kind of route and we've turned out like we've just gone electronic or we've gone all rock. We're still the best that you would remember the sound being in synths and programmed drums. But it's new and I would say it's a bit more powerful and some of the songs are more political. And I just hope that passion gets across and people say, whoa, didn't realize they were still around. This is brilliant. So that's the kind of (laughs) aim.
0: Cool. Uh, It it seems to me like you you were always quite political in the olden days. I think it's, you know, you were doing songs about different subjects and kind of things that uh, other people weren't necessarily writing songs about were things that you were writing songs about. Um, Yeah, that's, that's,
1: that's true. Yeah. I suppose the sad thing is a lot of those subjects still exist today. And it's kind of funny when you try to do lyrics and you're thinking, well, God, what what I said twenty years ago still exists. How do I put a new a new slant on this? And I don't think I'm the only person to to think that. I remember hearing Kathleen Hanna from Bikini Kill talking about her own lyrics from the past and how they were talking to her now, and I can I can see that totally.
0: I remember some of the songs from your first album. It was like um, things that are very much kind of being talked about a lot now, but weren't necessarily. Being talked about as much then, like you were writing kind of songs about, like there was a song about kind of body image and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's a, a good example, and that's that's also an example of what I'm saying. That still, the things that we talked about are still the problem with things just now. So yeah, there's plenty to write about. It's not just politics. It's also things like that that are po- political, but verging on life as well. So there's so much to talk about. The stuff on the news is just, it's not just coronavirus. There's so much going on, whether it's about the Black Lives Matter and so many things, lots of similar stuff
0: yeah absolutely so uh you uh you mentioned kind of the way that you have kind of recaptured your sound if you like because i was uh I've always kind of felt like you you guys had your own sound like if I heard one of your songs come on the radio I'd know that it was due you
3: know
0: I mean. <laughs> it's quite quite you know distinctive um so kind of did you have to kind of make a concerted effort to sound like that again or is it just that the way that it came together?
1: I suppose it's, it just kind of came together and we had, in all our 20 odd years, we had tried out all the little things that we wanted to and got that off our chests. And then after a, a break, we realized what we're actually really good at and we've tried out all the other stuff. So we just want to go back to doing what we did, but make, try to do it better. There's so much technology out there now that there's a lot you can do with electronics and still with guitars and it's going down really well. So we're going to stick at it. We've got new, new equipment for playing live now that will make things easier and we don't have to bring a laptop and stuff like that. So yeah, it's quite interesting. And I just feel like you might as well stick with what you do best and just do it better.
0: Yeah, I like that. That's good. Yeah, so like I say, I really do like the uh the new album. I was been listening to it recently and um it's very good. And, oh um,
1: thank you, was, you so much.
0: I was doing a bit of research as well. I was having a look around at what bits and bobs you've got online and I came across the video for uh There Is No Point uh, <laughs> watching. Um,
1: yeah.
0: I particular I remember those really scary health and safety videos from the Do you remember
1: years. them? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they were um yeah. It all came back to me when I watched that. oh no, As the kid being electrocuted by the pylon.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was our, our friend Michael who's in that band Slime City who are also on the same record label and he put that together for us and we're, we're really happy with it so we'll hopefully get him to do more stuff in the future. He's a very talented guy and if you've not checked out Slime City yet who are on the same label You should definitely check them out because they're probably one of our favourite bands from Glasgow at the moment. Glasgow music scene has always been quite prominent and quite successful and um, with a lot of larger bands like whether it's the Jesus and Mary chain or Altered Images there's been big big bands like that coming from Glasgow but the amount of venues and the amount of bands that come from here is amazing like considering Edinburgh is the capital of Scotland it's nowhere near as powerful as Glasgow is for the music it produces and when we started over 20 years ago there was just numerous venues they all wanted to put you on they looked after you quite decently we weren't even 18 yet so couldn't even drink but we loved playing and the support we got and offers to keep playing gigs was amazing Uh, other bands that existed at that time was like Alex from Franz Ferdinand's former band's we played with them a lot and um, Mogwai have gone on to do amazing stuff and um, there was the Yummy Fur and Longleg who were really, really high up in the kind of punky new we've seen and it's just been thriving and it's inspirational to a lot of people and it gives you the drive just to keep going and doing stuff because there's so much diverse stuff that comes from here. It's not like there's a, a Glasgow sound and everyone sounds quite similar. We all sound completely different. You cannot compare Mogwai to Franz Ferdinand to this to Churches. We're all completely different, and it's it's exciting. I'm I'm very privileged to say that we're from here, actually.
0: Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's 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 amazing, really. That that all all those names that you listed, kind of coming from that one place and having those different sounds. And um, I mean, wh- why do you think that is in particular? Wh- why why Glasgow? Why not somewhere else? <laughs> yes,
1: that's what I'm saying. It is, it is quite strange considering it's not the capital of Scotland. But I suppose Glasgow's always just been, it's, it's got that kind of DIY kind of mentality where people are, you know, very working class and people just want to do what they do and there's a lot of creative people and a lot of very similar minded people I suppose. And I think that's maybe similar to cities like Manchester in England, which is a much bigger city, and that's very successful with their music scene as well.
0: Yes, yes. That that's where I am by
1: the way. Oh are you? Ah one of <laughs> my one of my favourite places in England. I very much like it because when we started the band, although it doesn't really sound like it in our music, we were all very much fans of the Manchester scene, <laughs> so big, big fans. In fact, that was my last trip I did before this lockdown. I went to uh, Manchester to see Sink Teeth, and that was my last little train journey before we were placed on lockdown, so thoroughly happy that I got to do that, because that's one of my top tips for the moment of bands.
0: Well, uh, hopefully it won't be too long until you can come to Manchester again.
1: Oh, I hope so. It just seems so out of reach, the thought of going on a train and doing anything, doesn't it?
0: It does right now, yeah.
1: I just, I'm nervous about hearing how many businesses and bands are not going to survive through this, and especially cities like Glasgow and Manchester, where it's a lot of tiny little businesses and tiny shops and smaller bands without a lot of money. I don't know what's going to happen are a lot of venues going to close down or is everyone going to go mental and spend a lot of money once this is over and they'll maybe survive
0: oh well i i expect once people can start going to gigs again there'll there'll be a huge demand like bigger than there was before
1: oh i i really hope so my my day job is uh i've got my own little button badge company and it's things like Um, Gigs and events and school things that I make the badges for so without any events I've not been getting orders or work in for months And I really really want that to improve but it might go crazy like we're saying so fingers crossed
0: good isn't it thank you for listening many thanks to manda from bis such a great guest links to all the bis stuff can be found in the show notes bis that's the spelling if you're googling there you go if you like that story i told about the man in the green bandana my god there is so much more where that came from buy my books from amazon a history of sarcasm 100, and of course, the first ever ragbag novel, Everything I Am, by... Bag Bag Podcast is part of Britpod Scene, an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritPodScene.com or follow Britpod Scene on Twitter to find out more.